Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Thanks to Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Profit from the best advice. Collier'sRural.co.nz Joining us on the show, Newstalk ZB's chief political reporter, uh, Aaron Darman. And Aaron, I guess the big question is, number one, will they need that backup plane to fly over to China to, uh, to back up the jet that's there from the New Zealand Air Force to bring the Prime Minister and his party home? Well, it's a great question, and we'll have to wait and see because it's so unreliable that they could be, yeah, halfway halfway back to New Zealand, uh, a, a, across the Pacific, and suddenly aren't stop over in, uh, let's say, Suva and Fiji and, and swap planes. No, I think, um, obviously, they had to have the plane uh, on the way there uh, because it was really a case of we cannot, absolutely not, come late to this China meeting in this China trip. Uh, I think on the way back, potentially they'll have contingency plans in place too, but uh, there'll be a little bit less pressure, although you look at uh, this Kitty Allen saga and maybe Chris Hipkins needs to get back here quick smart. Yeah, well, that's it. I want to touch on that one as well, the Kiri Allen saga. We also saw uh, Jan Tanetti being found guilty yesterday. Uh, former Transport Minister Michael Woods last week uh, about the toll advice on Penlink's toll. I mean, it's been one, another uh, week of politicians in the firing line, hasn't it? It has been, and really Labour shooting itself in the foot. Yeah. I mean, again and again, we talk about being here three, three and a half months out from an election, and Labour's here talking about itself and trying to defend what certain ministers have or haven't done. Uh, and it just doesn't help the cause, and particularly for Prime Minister Chris Hipkins, who is in China, by all accounts has done a pretty good job of selling New Zealand. Remember, this uh, was a trade mission, not a diplomatic mission. We weren't expecting him to go over there and kind of uh, tell Xi, uh, President Xi Jinping, look, you're doing things wrong in Xinjiang in, in respect to human rights abuses. We were expecting him to go there, to introduce himself, to sit down face-to-face and to really raise uh, the prospect of well, New Zealand really being back open for business post-COVID uh, pandemic. He has done that. He should be celebrating that. And yet, Labour is here talking about themselves uh, with yeah, the weeks and the days really counting down now until election date. National effectively just has to sit here and watch it all play out. It doesn't seem as though anything's going to happen, even though Jan Tanetti um, apologised for misleading uh, Cabinet and whatever. Nothing else seems to be going to happen. Is it, Will anything come of it? In respect to Jan Tanetti, I mean, it seems pretty much there's, that there's a line in the sand now. So the uh, Parliament's Privileges Committee went away. They deliberated. Obviously, she fronted that committee a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and they found, yep, she did mislead the House. But really important is that uh, she basically didn't intend to. And as a result, there was no contempt uh, of the House. And so she was told effectively to apologise. She did that yesterday. Uh, in what, uh, if I try and recall, because I was covering it, it was an apology that covered maybe about 25 seconds. She reads the entire length of the name of the report that the Privileges Committee delivered, and then she said, and I apologise, sat down, and I think that will be the end of that, of that case. Uh, out of all of these transgressions, it would appear, in respect to the different ministers, uh, Jan Tanetti certainly, uh, it's not a good look. Uh, it was over attendance, school attendance figures, where basically she said the wrong number. She said, the, uh, sorry, she said that she didn't have control of when those were released, Turns out she did. She only corrected that a couple of weeks later. It's not a good look, uh, but it's also not a, a sacking offence.
A full-page ad in the dailies uh, today. I know this is New Zealand Herald's full-page ad, and it's probably uh, in Wellington papers as well of a photograph. It's an advertisement that's been posted by Tax uh, Taxpayers Union New Zealand or TaxHikes.nz. Cleaning out your wallet, and it shows a smiling Grant Robertson, finance minister with a vacuum cleaner, sucking up the dollars because as of tomorrow, petrol tax go up, road user charges, ute tax, alcohol tax. It doesn't stop there. Not a very good look again for the government, is it? Yeah, it's a really tough one. When the fuel tax subsidy was first uh, rolled out along with the half-price public transport, someone said to me, how do you put uh, 25 cents back on fuel mm. and, and, at any point? And I thought that, that's a really salient point. And now we're, you know, we're months, if not a year and a half, down the track, uh, and again, we come back to the fact that election is, is three three odd months away, and people are going to be paying more at the pump. Just this morning, I thought, geez, you know, uh, so many people are lining up outside uh, petrol oh. stations. So many people are kind of trying to get their last opportunity to to, to wrangle a deal before the the fuel tax subsidy uh, jumps back on. And those types of pictures as well, from an optics standpoint, are not helpful to the government. You know, you get these pictures from Auckland or rural areas or wherever uh, of people lining up outside fuel stations. People go, oh, why? Oh, because the government is getting rid of its fuel tax subsidy, uh, yet petrol is going to be more expensive. Uh, But I do think it is a necessary move in the sense that any extension now further would have been a political judgment. It would have been, okay, we'll keep going through the election so people don't have this hit and people don't go, oh, Labor's Labor's basically making me pay more at the pump. But uh, in respect to how it looks, well, uh, it's also not great. Yeah, it's a great ad. I've got to say that, that's for sure. And there's a lot of other other government changes kicking in tomorrow as well. It's going to be an interesting three months, isn't it, towards the election? Very, very interesting. Uh, it's, I mean, just last week I was at the National Party conference and they were talking big on law and order. Um, incidentally, Kitty Allen was uh, responding to that on Sunday. And then, of course, the developments over the last couple of days in terms of her, uh, her office and, and her dealings with her office. But it's, it just is starting to feel like we're getting into campaign mode. And to be honest, I've said this to a couple of people, I think we could probably fast forward two months and just hit the road uh, because I think both parties are probably ready to just get this thing done uh, and to really pitch the policy uh, because the next couple of weeks could get quite scrappy. Let's hope that uh, that Royal New Zealand Air Force jet gets back okay. Hey, Aaron. Fingers crossed. To, fingers crossed. <laughs> good to catch you, mate. We'll talk next week. Thanks, mate. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, or a, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.